Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. Welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters. I'm Zach, and joining me this week, we've got Emily. Hey. We've got, uh, I just realized I didn't do any kind of Joker lead-in line. It's too late now. We've got Mike. (laughs) Hi, I'm here. (laughs) We've got Simon. Yeah, hi. And we've got our friend Cassidy. Woof. Woof balk. What, bog, bog. <laughs> what the fuck? That's my thing. <laughs> That's not Joker leader line. We don't have to do a bit in the intro. We could just introduce ourselves and start the I podcast. Just, but I feel like it's tradition. We've been doing it for so long, and I always do one, and it's never good, but that's part of it. Like, it's part of the thing, is I do a bad joke. But, oh well, it's fine. Uh, we'll skip it this week. We got a lot to talk about. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Teenage with Attitude. Um, we're going to talk about Power Rangers. But first... Uh, so actually, before we yes? get to that, I got some stuff to uh, to bring okay. up from last week that you all missed, slash we're confused okay. about. Yes, please. Actually, uh, that's so a good point. Y'all were, seemed really confused about things that were happening at the graduation that were... So I taught... Yeah. That were so- are perfectly normal, actually, and happened at my graduation, uh, including the uh, graduates being color coded by gender, uh, which yeah. I mean sucks, but like that's normal. It's an unfortunate reality of our world. Yeah, yeah. Um, that and the tassels thing you said you guys did too. Yeah, right? everybody yeah, moving I- their own tassels uh, in unison at the end, which I mean is a reality of like. So I I don't remember the exact number, but I graduated in in a huge huge senior class. Like, uh, are the school like? rented out like a, a local stadium to house all the people uh who were who were graduating and their parents would be in the stands like so right so yeah i mean so i guess i wasn't trying to say that like nobody does that it's just i had not heard of those things yeah so, i thought, I thought uh, that was pretty standard the tassels at the very least uh i God, I don't remember anything with the tassels, but it has been a long time, so, you know, I could have just forgotten. <laughs> uh, the other big thing is, uh, so last week was the final appearance of Rocky, but 
none of you understandably noticed that he was there because it was a real blink and you miss it. I totally thought he was not. He there was just to... he was just one of the kids in the graduation crowd. He doesn't say okay. anything or anything. Yeah, I when... was wrong. He does not show up in episode three. Okay. What a fantastic send off for a fan favorite character. Yeah, really. <laughs> like, I mean, I appreciate that they did give him a, a scene where he sort of explained, like, here's what I want to do with my life and like that stuff. But it's weird to then have him in a later episode. And he literally gets no lines. That seems like it's, a weird call. It's weird how between the movie and the the starting uh, three-parter, uh, both Ernie and Rocky get final appearances where they're in a crowd and don't speak. Yeah, yeah, that's a strange choice. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. It's It's... Like, the question is, is that better than having this weird, like, thing they did when the first team left where it's like i mean it's still better when he's there and he gets to say for himself why he's leaving you know yeah of course and i liked that part it's just then yeah it's weird that you've got him in another episode yeah Um, maybe maybe if there was some sort of scene coming up where some other characters left from the show they could have folded it into there but since that's not happening i guess (laughs) it just it was probably better to just let him slide into the distance yeah we, we do get another departure in this episode (laughs) <laughs> major, Wait, what's the sec? I mean, we'll get to it. Uh, there's a major <laughs> character that departs in this episode and is never seen again. Another Two one that does oh, depart yeah. but is seen again. That's true. Oh, I guess you don't ever see Alpha Five again. Yeah, Alpha Five never appears again after this episode. <gasps> Wait, are you sure? Pretty sure. Uh, maybe in the crossover in Ninja Steel, they 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 find him or something. I'm not sure if it's five or six at that point, but I, I think it's the last time we see five. Okay. Right, well, we'll talk about Jeez. that when we get to it. That's a that's a real bummer. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, oh yeah, it is. I mean, like Alpha Six will eventually become exactly like Alpha Five, so it doesn't really matter for the viewer. Oh, I forgot about that. They yep. walk it back. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have some things to say about Alpha Six. On the one hand, that's weird and it sucks. But on the other hand, thank God. Yeah, I mean, we do have about- a whole season of Brooklyn Alpha 6 ahead of us. So. <laughs> let's talk oh, about yeah. this one. Oh, you mean a whole Alpha season 6. of Robot Bubsy? Yep. Okay. Robot so, Bubsy. That's such right, a good so description. Since, <laughs> so since we're talking about it now, I will say this. My wife was watching with me. She, I've mentioned many times, fucking hates this show, which is f- completely fair. But when Alpha 6 started talking, she clasped her hands over her mouth in absolute stunned shock and just stared at it for like 20 seconds. Took her hands off her mouth and went, oh my god, he's a jive-talking Jew. And I was like, Jesus, you're right, that is what that is. Because he's like, because the thing is, he's every New York stereotype at once. Uh He's like everything. Lightning so bolt he, on his chest, saucer well, head. Okay, yes, not those things, but you know. Um, so yeah, he, he uh, says. I, I yeah, checked Ranger Wiki. Apparently, Alpha Five is in episode nineteen of this. Oh, okay, okay. It may be on like a transmission when they talk to Zordon or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess we'll have to see. I refuse um, to believe he actually made it through the wormhole. <laughs> he was the one who held it open while Zordon went through. Yeah, and he got ripped into pieces uh, yeah. although, by the ne- space oh, wormhole. No. Although, I'm going to be honest, uh, uh, from what little I can glean from this summary, the, the appearance in episode 19 
might be a, a fucking Ernie and Rocky situation where he's there, but he doesn't he's say just anything. There. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Well, we'll see. Uh, we're gonna have to do a, a character spotlight for him too because it's a different voice actor. But I just, uh, I'm just imagining that, like they're like, wait, did we give Alpha lines in his farewell? Fuck. We gotta bring him back so we can like just show him off one time and never have him say anything. <laughs> uh, before that, um, Cassidy, I know you were just on. Yes. But have any Power Rangers related things happened to you since last week? No. Actually, I guess it was like two days ago that we recorded. So. No. Nothing okay, has great. happened in the like five days since then. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Good, good, good. Uh, See, well, then let's what you, what you gotta on. do is you just gotta do what Fabby did and just force yourself into being like a regular panelist, <laughs> and then Zach can never ask you that question again. It's uh, how you but break it's, the curse. It's treating one curse for another. Don't get it twisted, but that's how you break it. <laughs> so, um, I wanted to do a a pretty short talking about things before we do an actor spotlight. <laughs> Basically, uh, there is. Eric, can you play both jingles at once? (laughs) (laughs) Please don't do that. That's audio poison. I appreciate it if you wouldn't. Uh, Basically, there is a little snippet of an interview that um, Austin St. John did uh, up on. Oh my God. Pink. uh, No Pink Spandex, which is one of the uh, Power Rangers news blogs. Um, and it was at Galaxy Con in Louisville. Spandex. I don't know why it's called that, to be completely honest with you. I the logo is a pink ranger, so I don't think they have a problem with it. But anyway, um, at Galaxy Con in Louisville, he did a little panel and asked, uh, they asked him, you know, why, why are you returning after it's been forever? Cause if we, I, we've mentioned it, but he's going to be in season two of Beast Morphers. Um, So I'm just going to read what he says so that I don't get it wrong. Um, He says, what got me back this year after 18 years of telling them no was that normally they would have their casting agents and my people, uh, uh, and my people email. Sorry, go ahead. Has it been 18 years since um, Dino Dino Thunder? He wasn't in Dino Thunder. He was in uh, Forever Red. Forever Red, which yes. was in oh, Wild Force. Yeah, this yeah. is. You think of Jason David Frank? This oh, is Austin yeah, of course. Duh. Also, I don't think they're. They might be, not be counting uh, Forever Red here. They might just be saying since Zio. I'm not sure how the math works out. And Zio was 24 years ago at this point. Yeah, I think. Okay, I think 18 go. like lines up with Forever oh, Red. Okay, I'm bad at math. So. So he basically says, uh, normally they would have their casting agents and my people email, and I would say no, not a chance. Two weeks later, I got an email, a phone call from the executive producer, who is Judd Lynn, uh, who's been on the show forever. And it turns out that uh, he was a guy who started and was working on the show with me 25 years ago. So we were friends. He calls me up and says, look, I know you're always saying no, and I'm, I'm getting ready to leave. Uh, this is my last hurrah. So he is phasing out. Um, and he says, basically, that's the only reason that he is going to be doing it because essentially he was like, Hey, there's like four people that still work on the show that were there when you were there. You should come out and do this. We'll buy you a bunch of drinks and hang out. And like, that's why he said yes. Now that's cute. I like that. Here's the thing. 
I think that's adorable. Mm -hmm. But what I want to say is this has been getting some pushback from fans who are like, it's fucked up that you wouldn't do it for the fans or whatever. And I got to tell y'all, like, listen, I think that people who are way into Power Rangers and do shit for the fans that like, that's awesome. That's Mm -hmm. very sweet. Yeah. However, however, it's not like power. I guarantee you they're paying him like, a hotel room basically to do this like it's not like he's going to be getting a bunch of money he would have to stop whatever else he's doing make time in his life to to go out there he's an ambulance guy isn't he yeah i believe he's an emt or at least he he has been in the past Yeah, sorry power he just stands he's busy doing being a real hero (laughs) also (laughs) just just like like a weird even even setting that aside as nice as it is when the former actor's like you know, do these things where they come out, they talk to the fans, they give them interviews. Former actors from a show you like don't owe you shit. Yeah. yeah. Right. It, it's, yeah. it reminds me of, it reminds me of, um, the, uh, the, uh, Crisis and in Infinite Earths CW crossover stuff that's mm-hmm. going on. Yeah. Um, I guess Michael Rosenbaum, who played Lex Luthor on Smallville, yep. was approached and he was like, I'm sorry. Well, you know, like two of the people who wanted to see me do that, they didn't offer me enough money. My dad is in poor health and like I'm spending time with him and mm-hmm. I just said no and people yelled at him. So fuck fans, basically. Yeah, fuck like, fans. I'm, <laughs> um, I'm glad he's coming back. That'll be fun. I also I agree with Emily. I think it's cute that it's like, hey, come hang out with us. It'll be fun. Yeah. yeah. You have to do like, you know. Three hours of shooting, absolute maximum. I'm sure. And like, I, I'd way rather much. have Austin St. John show up for an episode of Power Rangers and be in a good mood and visibly having fun because he's just hanging out with his buddies on a trip to New Zealand for one episode than having him on screen being bummed and try to act whatever, you know? Because, like, this guy, you can tell when this guy is happy. I mean, a basically free trip to New Zealand is pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the other thing I'll say is that that means, uh, so Judd Lynn, uh, who's the executive producer he's talking about in that interview, um, has been a, a producer or executive producer on the show since like the second season. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty wild. I mean, producers obviously come and go and, and they're not like auteurs or anything, but mm-hmm. that's a big pretty big deal that he's leaving so did did, did, uh, did the did the community find out that he was leaving from this interview or did yes, they already know that yep. oh totally in fact uh like there's been no announcement from either lynn or hasbro about him leaving this is something that came out because of this basically so uh it could be he's like not completely leaving he said austin st john phrases it as phasing out mm-hmm. so maybe he's like gonna consult or whatever but yeah he it sounds like he's gonna be uh stepping down as the uh full-on executive producer um uh simon bennett is is the executive producer listed on uh season two of beast morphers that's right he's also been there for a number of years yep it's simon he's gonna be (laughs) (laughs) making all your cool toys that has my name that's weird give give me free toys (laughs) okay sure there you go bennett b-e-n-n-e-t-t i have news for you that's the english version of my name Oh, is it really? Okay, yeah. Cool. I did not know that. Fair <laughs> enough. 
Well, good to know. Uh, so, so Simon is the new executive producer of Power <laughs> Rangers. Congratulations! I want, uh, I want you... the Red Ranger toy from Beast Morphers, please, and also the the Zord he has. <laughs> I have exactly one copy of the Beast Morphers Zord, and it's mine. It's on my desk, and I keep it. Sorry. <laughs> I need to look into getting one of those. I love the Zords in that season. Oh, it's so good. They're good Zords. So uh, next we're going to do our actor spotlight. Actor spotlight. This is for the Diva Talks in the show now. Not the one from the movie. We didn't do an uh, actor spotlight for her, but she will be coming back, so don't worry. We'll get to everybody. Um, but currently, uh, where we're at, Divatox is being played by Carol Hoyt, who is a uh, an actress who had not done a ton of work before this. And to be completely honest with you, didn't do a ton after. Um, she has a, a pretty, pretty short little... Um, uh, filmography. Uh, she was in Power Rangers, uh, this, this, obviously. Uh, she was in a couple episodes of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the TV show, uh, where they go back in time and she plays a cave woman named Thok. <laughs> Great. Um, um she, you know what? Listen, completely setting aside the obvious reasons, like, we should probably do a bonus episode on that show sometime. It is some fucking solid. Like I've never seen it. 90s it's, TV cheese. Yeah. It, it's not just all beginning and smallening, right? He like does no, they, like other they, inventions. They lean into the uh, the fact that the um, uh, that Mr. Zelensky is like a mad scientist. Okay. Yeah, and he's, he's right, played gotcha. by uh, uh, Peter Scolari, who uh, is pretty much only known for being the guy who wasn't Tom Hanks on Bosom Buddies. Okay, gotcha. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and then she ends up doing uh, a minor uh, villain called Rykon in Lost Galaxy. So that's pr- that's her full IMDb. Uh, so th- there's not really much information on her, unfortunately. Um, I it sort of sounds like she was a last minute addition, uh, but also she's going to end up playing Demetria as well. So that's good to note. Uh, we'll talk about her I mean- when we get to her. Is she is she gonna keep playing Demetria's voice because there's clearly only like a short clip of Demetria in existence? This says she's Demetria all the way up into Chase into Space, which is her last uh, appearance. All right, so yep, so there you go. Um, but yeah, so she's in a bunch of episodes uh, of uh, Turbo. So we'll talk about one of those today. This is episode three of Power Rangers Turbo. Shift into Turbo, part three. Which blows and my mind that it's a part three. Yeah. Well, we talked about it last. We talked about it last week. The part two, it felt like a part two of an episode for or of, a, of a series for sure. Like not much happens in it. Yeah. This feels like a standalone. Last more, a lot more happens in two than in the first episode. What are you talking about? Yeah, I also, guess that's true. Like, Part two resolves the you know the conflict In that it was focused one. around you know yeah like and and yeah yeah one and two sowed the seeds for what we're going to be dealing with here but like this stuff is like that could just be part of an overarching like story arc yeah it doesn't need to be part three 
I think it's only part three because like status quo changes happen in it, yeah. and that's yeah. why. Also, yeah. they so, had to introduce the Megazord, and it's still technically the season they, premiere. So they have to introduce him twice the, in this episode. Yeah, that's the thing. But also, they introduced the Megazord in the movie, which is canon. It's like different than the yeah, other sure. one where they had to. So anyway, I don't know. First time they introduced it on the series, on the yes. television series. We open on Tommy at his dumb fucking sports car track, uh-huh. uh, and man, Eric, you know that you are going to put this song in. I mean, it's the same song, and it, as it's been, we've heard it before, but there you go. It's so but good. It's, actually, <laughs> oh, shit. That reminds me, uh, Simon, speaking of songs we heard before, remember huh? uh, when we first saw Tommy driving around, and there was that song like, Free Wheel on, and we were like, oh my god, yeah. that's amazing. When yeah. I went back and listened to the podcast, I remembered we'd heard that song before. Oh, we it have. It was in Zio when Adam and Tommy were driving around on dirt bikes. <laughs> okay. Oh. So that's the official Power Rangers racing song, I guess. Yeah, that's the thing is, I guess, I guess Power Rangers just already has a bunch of songs about going fast and riding things, so they just slide going in the turbo. fast and riding things. They don't want to pay Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Composer Wasterman. Wrong Wasterman, yeah. I'll be yeah. really disappointed if, uh, if we make it through this season and we don't get to hear RIDE! The machine, at least yeah, that was the ATV the, theme. Yes, that was the ATVs. Um, but yeah, so the uh, uh, so yeah, we've got we're open. We open on Tommy, who again, like I guess, it's still so wild to me that in the second episode they were at graduation. Tommy was like, "I'm skipping it because I have to drive this car." <laughs> And then he's just been looping the track for three weeks now. Right, like how? What is the time period? It seems like he's just been in this car for like three days. Well, so it's, apparently he's like a test driver for a living now. And they said so, that in the first episode that he was helping his uncle do something. I but think, yeah. I think he works for his uncle because uh, I've, I've watched ahead a little bit, and apparently Tommy just works at a garage now. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I mean, they they say that he's like working on his uncle's uh um the the pit team, but that doesn't explain this. So whatever, I don't know. Um anyway, he's living in overdrive, which is great. Uh he drives. I'm pretty sure it's literally the same shot that's been in the other two episodes oh, cuz why would they Yeah. yeah cuz why would they do it again? Um we cut to Cat. I, I think uh, you need to uh, need to say how weirdly jarring this cut is because it's living in overdrive. Cut. Yeah, it's like in the middle of lyrics. Yeah, to the Jim and Juice Bar, uh, at which, which is okay. It's just fucking then. weird because. They could just let the music bleed over into the next scene. There's no rule that the audio has to change when you no, cut the visual. What do you listen, call it? Di- listen. Diegetic music. He's yeah. Tommy's listening to that song as he's driving, I guess, <laughs> I is what we're it. meant to assume here. Yeah. 
on loop. He's just got an eight track in there. Um, Damn. Sort of this next scene, I really like how Kat's like, I wonder how Tommy's doing at his race training. He never yeah. talks to me because I'm his girlfriend, but I, you think I'd know how he's doing at it because he talk because he's been doing this for like days. But apparently, I have no idea how he's doing on it. He never calls me. Yeah, that is, that is something. Isn't just me that's weirdly upset at the phrasing that Kat uses to describe what Tommy's doing? At his race training? Yeah, that, it is a really strange way to phrase it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's fair. I, I, know, I, know, I know what it means. I know what she's referring to. Something about these words makes me uncomfortable. That's all I say okay. about it. Yeah, the, uh, the thing is, I can't think of a better way to put it that's still no. like... Test driving, I guess, but I think guess, he's also yeah. training to be a professional racer, I right. think. You know, while he studies to be a paleontologist. <laughs> yes, of course. Right, right. Uh, he's, he's going to be a doctor in, what, six years at this point or yeah, something? It's, he really needs to get started on that show. Yeah. It seems like it's important. Um, yeah, come on, Tommy, the, the timeline needs to be preserved. Uh, <laughs> real quick, uh, I wanted to mention a brief uh, fashion corner which is that uh, Adam looks fly as hell. He <laughs> is wearing a green vest over like a puffy yellow button-up it shirt. It does not uh-huh. look good. <laughs> I like uh, Kat's outfit. Kat's cute. Yeah, uh, it's, nice it's, say it's, good. it's too yellow. Who's the yellow ranger here? Yeah, it's, right. well, it's very Tommy's yellow. wearing blue. She's got, she has yellow flowers on her blue shirt, so... Yeah, fair. <laughs> They're really playing fast and loose with the color coding, which, I mean, I'm fine with. They're adults now. Speaking of which, mm. uh, right. so Tanya and Adam talked about their new careers last time. Uh, Adam's a stuntman in a, an amusement park. I hope we actually get to see that I someday. Uh, Tanya's working at a radio station, and we will actually see that pretty soon. Uh, Catherine, though, so she's like she's working at the high school now, I think. Uh, yeah, she's doing teacher. She's a TA, it seems like. Yeah, she's yeah. a teacher's assistant, which... Okay, I, I want to get into this now, because it's going to come up more in the episode and probably more throughout the series. The fact that Justin's going to be going to high school and the fact that Catherine is going to be there in sort of an authority figure where yeah. he goes to school, and the fact that, like, there's... She's still, like, all throughout the movie and up until this point, she's been kind of a maternal figure for him, mm-hmm. makes mm. them both being on the team... Like, their relationship feels weird. Like, there's, no, okay. there's nothing, agree. like... super agree. Kat is basically his mom, and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. It's strange. Yeah. That like, is kind of <laughs> weird. I, I, do, I do like that career for Kat, though. Like, it, it makes sense for her. Yeah, like. they've shown her working with kids a fair amount. That's yeah. fine. It makes sense. But, like, it's, it's one of those things where, like, technically on paper, if you're being purely logical about it, nothing about this is really strange. Catherine just got a job, and Justin just, just did really good on a test, so he bumped up in school. But like, but like the subtext, the emotional feel of it in the show, just it's very weird. There's something Mike, uncomfortable. The twelve year old gets big. There is something <laughs> weird about it <laughs> in text. Like on paper, it's fucked up. So <laughs> also, if Cat is Justin's mom, does that mean Justin is now living with Aisha's parents too? Yes, of course. Yeah, it's just like no, he's still living at the shelter. Don't worry about that. But she okay. also works at the shelter, so she's do we ever see the him. shelter in the show? No, probably not. I mean, I don't know, but well, here's another fucking thing. We're, it's it's going to turn out that Justin also like works at the garage with Tommy? Question Wait, mark? what? what? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, here's the thing. I understand that Justin is not related to any of these people. 
I get that. And also I get that it would probably be tough to like explain it to their parents, but also the idea that there's a bunch of people who like have comfortable lives and they're on a fighting team with this guy and are just like, now have fun at the shelter tonight. See you tomorrow. Bye. Oof, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, Ooh. it's just weird. It is. A bit, um, I mean, like, I, I've, I've, there's been superhero teams that are like families before. It's not that weird. Like, I mean, well, but yeah, but, they have to be secret. Yeah, so, but compared yeah. to this situation they're where... They're always secret. Like, there's Fantastic Four. Um, yeah, but there's... it's not like the Fantastic Four take Franklin to the orphanage every night so he can go to bed. No, but I mean, I don't know. Like, the, the, like the Doom Patrol, that's like Beast Boys, like their kid, essentially, in that. Like, I don't know, there's, there's just, lots there's... of different superhero teams like that. Like, Batman's kid is Dick Grayson, and he fucking parties with him out at night, you know? Like... Yeah, that's weird. You know what? The the sidekicks kind of a weird concept, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, but I mean, like, it's not weirder than those examples, is what I'm saying. Sure. <laughs> um. No, it is. He gets big. So anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, we probably should have asked a friend of the show, Julie, about this, but. I'm pretty sure it takes longer to become a teacher's assistant than like the the few days after graduation. Oh, absolutely. Yes, it, it does. It's <laughs> like a uh from what I understand it's like your last part of college. Like it's mm-hmm. maybe your last semester y- y- of college to be a teacher, they put you as a teacher's assistant. I, I think so. it depends on whether or not you were doing any kind of preparation for it while you were in high school. Sure, yeah. Um, I just know that's how it worked for some of my teacher friends is it was like their like last semester or, or, or thereabouts. Uh, like you don't just immediately, like she's not even going to college. I don't think it's just like, I'm a student teacher now. And mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't think that's how that works. Student of what? It's called a student teacher. Anyway. Um, so, uh, Mr. Kaplan shows up and. This is kind of weird because, like... <laughs> Mr. Kaplan has been apparently scouring the city looking for Justin to tell him he got into, into high school instead of calling him. He has not the city. He knows exactly where he is. Juice bar. That's where everyone is all <laughs> he, He's just been standing <laughs> in the corner of the juice bar hanging out with the chimps <laughs> waiting for Justin to walk in there to tell him he's been accepted. Into co- into high school because he's a super genius, which uh, seems every everyone's so happy and and Justin goes like ah oh, thanks and I he kind of says it like he's a little nervous about it and like yeah you it's mm. it would suck to go to high school that age because like he's gonna have no friends his age his outside of of school friends are not his age either mm-hmm. and they like, just graduated he, that's what's fucked up like he's people, going to high school people are gonna make fun of him like. Mm-hmm. I think Cassie pointed out that Adam sounds like a little worried later, and like, yeah, because he's been bullied. He knows, <laughs> right? Yeah, especially with that haircut. God, it's <laughs> such a bad haircut. Uh, why did they do this? Because because the next set of teens is going to be in high school. I they didn't know about that though. I, I don't, don't think. Yeah, I, I, I think they pretty much chose to do that. Like, I with, like uh, on the spot, like. With very little warning, and I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure the new team will be in the same place in their lives as the old team, which oh, is to okay. say not in high school anymore. I I okay. feel like some wires got crossed, because like having Turbo be the year that the Rangers graduate high school is a solid concept on its own. Having Justin join 
the high school so that he can be around the other characters is also a solid concept on its own. It's the two of them at the same it's, time that are a problem. Yeah. It, it feels like it was a decision because it's not like uh, Justin ever seems like he's a super genius. I mean, he's not an idiot, but it's oh, not he's like straight he's up like, going to be Billy soon. Oh, he, is he, he really? He okay, builds well, a homing device in, in like two episodes. Okay, well, there you go. Then, then that, at least there's that. But it all it sort of feels like they did it specifically so that people like people's parents watching this with them wouldn't be like, "Why are these teens hanging out with this twelve year old? I don't like this." Like, <laughs> it seems like that's why they did it. But I don't know. It's very strange. So Justin is concerned. He's worried. Uh, we go through the intro scene. And then we cut to the, uh, the, does the submarine have a name? Oh, we already talked about this. It does, but it's not important. Anyway. Also, we we should mention it's, it's apparently stopped being for special occasions. I guess the season just has cold opens. Yeah. Yes. That was really jarring when it first happens, but that just keeps happening. I guess that's just the show now. Yeah. That's not how Power Rangers has previously worked. Even, even when we start the show in, in media res, it's not before the theme song. It's mm-hmm. always after. Now so it is. that's a pretty big change. Um, fair point. So uh, Rygog and Elgar are arguing uh, for some reason. Uh, then Divatox comes in and says, hey, uh, prepare to launch uh, a full offense of attack on Angel Grove. We're going to fuck them all up because I just want to. Like, there's not really well, any. Po- no, like, there's, there's, there's a plan. Uh, she knows that Zordon and Alpha are about to leave the planet. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. She mentioned it last last week that she was like, okay, so there's only one person who would want to go to Eltar from Earth, and that's Zordon, so we're going to fuck them up. That makes sense. Yeah, so she's, she's getting her resources together, getting her troops together, um, but she's about to discover something that is going to uh, make her bump up the timeline a little bit. Yeah. Justin, uh, back at the uh, juice bar, is like, I'm not even tall enough to reach the lockers. <laughs> uh, quick poll. Did any of y'all have, like, full-size lockers oh, in did. high school? No, you did? I, had the, really? I had the, like, half that are stacked on, stacked on top of each other. Yeah, like, yeah that's, that's what I had. The half that's thing. what I had. Yeah, I, I had uh, a full-height one, but we were two students to one, so I had, like, half of one. Okay, and not to, uh not to... You know, cut through the bullshit too quickly, but that's also the kind of locker that Angel Grove High has. Oh, they could just give him one of the lower lockers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, So uh, their their communicators go off, and they rush off to to answer them. Uh, We cut. I guess guy in the background wearing like a shiny purple bathrobe. (laughs) <laughs> yep, yeah, that's, that guy's gonna that guy's gonna for sure be the purple ranger this season. Don't worry about it. Um, we cut back to the command center and we have to look at Larigo's fucking face again. Which <laughs> it doing. zooms right like in. That's like the <laughs> no. Okay, I this Larigo's appearance here actually gives. I'm I'm shocked. It actually gives me something worse. Then Larigo's gurgling in the movie, and that's Larigo actually talking. talking. Yeah, (laughs) it's so bad. (laughs) He speaks so in the movie he didn't speak English, which is fine. Uh, You know, he's an alien. Whatever. I guess he just spoke some other language. Um, In this, he he talks, but it's like a it's broken English. 
But B, he's like gurgling mouthwash while he's talking. Yeah. yeah. That's just Marge. You're doing Marge Simpson. Yeah, imagine, if, imagine if Marge Simpson spoke in two word sentence fragments exclusively. They. Cat asks him how that his family is, and he says, "Family good, baby big." And I and I then I had to think about that fucking baby puppet again. <laughs> I really want the baby, that baby. baby to show up in this episode and just be bigger than everyone in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if the, the Captain N version of Mega Man tried to speak like a caveman, then that's where it goes. I have some good news, everyone. According to Ranger Wiki, this is the last time we ever see Larago. Thank you, Jesus. Thanks, God. Oh, my goodness. What do you think they did with that puppet? Because it had to be expensive. Burned it. <laughs> Burned it in the fire. Let it, let it rot in the locker until it became like that Ninja Turtle. <laughs> God. Um, so they... They, uh, they're like, well, you didn't have to come here for our graduation, which is a wild assumption that, that, that Tanya makes about why Larry goes. Well, yeah, that's why Larry goes like, oh. Uh. <laughs> well, okay, credit to Larry for one thing. He is rightly shocked and appalled that Zordon didn't tell the Rangers what was happening. Yeah, because he doesn't know that Zordon doesn't tell the Rangers shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's some good puppet side eye that Larry does there. Yeah. Um, so Zordon's like, well, actually, there's something else that's going on, and Alpha starts crying, which is funny. Oh. Uh, and then he's like, listen, uh, here's the thing. Lyric, okay, there well, are so many questions I have <laughs> yes. about this. Yes. Uh, so he says that Larigo has given me my freedom, quote uh-huh. unquote. Um, now, Larigo's a wizard. Yes. So... If he, like, waved a magic wand and then you had, like, an, you know, David Fielding staring, standing there and, um, and they're just like, yep, this is my normal form. Larry, go fix me with magic. <laughs> That'd be fine. But that's not what happens. No. Uh, he just, like, goes to a different tube, which I don't understand. Yeah, it's... Yeah, so- <laughs> God, okay, so Larry, go show- has given me my freedom, so... Zoran is trapped in a time warp. He needs to be freed from that time warp. So up to now, we can't, like, putting aside the original non-canon movie, what we can assume is that the tube is some kind of communications device from which Zoran is communicating with them from where he's trapped. Like a guy, like the guy from Myst, kind of. Well, so and th- this is what this- happens when Power Rangers plays so fast and loose with its canon. Yeah. At the very beginning of the series, in Zordon's first ex- appearance, he is explicitly not actually in the tube. And then in his final experience uh, appearance, he is explicitly in the tube. It, and we by, have just by, gradually by shifted tube. from one to the other. Yeah, by, by in space, there will be a crew of bad guys that are going around carrying a tube of Zordon with a curtain around it to different planets to hide him from the Power Rangers, which is <laughs> nuts. Uh, so, yeah, they they... they he says that I'm going to return to my home planet, Eltar. Okay, that's fine to rejoin my own family. Like, I don't have a problem with this. I actually, in concept... I have a bit of a problem with the fact that Zordon's had a family this whole time and they've never come up. them once. Yeah, that's kind of sure. weird. Uh, Do we ever but, see them? And I, I was I just thinking about the tube thing. Like, maybe he gets, like, released from the tube, but then when the bad guys find him, they put him back in a tube. And that's Maybe. what happened. That's, that's probably the most generous assumption we can make about this. 
The point is, we never, ever, outside of that movie, see Zordon outside of that fucking tube. So, so there you go. Um, and also, I, but what I was going to say is, like, conceptually, they're graduating from high school. I don't have a problem with the idea of, like, you're adults now. You don't need me anymore. I'm going to leave. Of course, Power Rangers can't have a good concept. It doesn't fuck up. Uh-huh. So, A... It's not connected. It's not like he's like, now you are ready to be rangers on your own. He's he's literally like, so I got a substitute teacher to babysit you while I'm gone. Yep. <laughs> he yeah. doesn't even say that. He She just turns up at the end of the episode. No, he, he does say, like, I've, I've, I've arranged for you to have a different mentor at one point. Yeah, he oh, does, does, he he does say okay. that, yeah. Um, well, but, but yeah, way, totally. he just jumps shit. But also, no. like, this... It's it still sucks that he gave the Rangers no warning, but it doesn't really seem like he planned it. Like it seems like this wormhole was random, and he's like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, because he's, he's been waiting on Earth it, for like at least ten thousand years, presumably much just, longer. It's just like if this is the season where you're gonna have your Rangers like become adults, like have him say something about that. Like mm-hmm. you know, now you're you're you know ready to make your own decisions. Now but you're the Zordons. <laughs> Do you want Power Rangers to deal with <laughs> themes? Here, and- Tommy, try saying some bullshit. Uh, the quartz <laughs> vibrator has come unglued from space-time. See, you got it, Tommy. You'll do and fine. Then, and then Cat hits him in the shoulder and says, don't talk about my quartz vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Are we going to talk about goop now? No. <laughs> That's not. Uh, so, uh, so yes. uh, we cut. Uh, he says, all of you including you, Justin, are adults now. <laughs> yes, even the baby child. Yeah, which, uh, like, goes back baby to adult. what you were saying previously about how this clashes with the, like, the themes this season are clashing already. Yes, and we're only three episodes in. Uh, we cut back to the um, submarine, and Porto uh, shows up to tell uh, Divatox that uh, he's got some very important news, which is that uh, another uh, person is coming to Earth through the portal, and she says who, and he, I think he shows her, how does, because he doesn't he's, he's, say. He's like, you should see look for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, and she looks, and then she freaks out. Um, and that's and she's like, okay, drop the, the planning we were doing, attack the Earth now, let's go. I'm not sure if she it does some good acting in this scene, but it's certainly emotional acting. Yeah, she she sells it, I think. Like, again, we don't I mean, find out that they're sisters for a lot longer, but, like, I think it reads as, like, I have a history with this person, I fucking hate her. Because later she says, they're like, why do you hate uh, uh, Demetria so much? And she's like, well, just because she's good and I'm evil. But it's, like, clear that's not true yeah that so there's like some other stuff going on when you when you mention her acting as uh not good but emotional i think that's actually part of what makes diva talks work um She's and what big. has made the what has made the uh the previous villains work is when it comes right down to it power rangers is really cheesy really corny um but if you want to be charitable you can also say it's also very melodramatic so yes you know you want characters that like need to be realistic they just need to be like you know yeah she gives a very uh, very big performance she's mm-hmm. like you know she's she's larger than life type 
So she says, I, I need you to fucking close this wormhole, figure out a way to close it. Uh, that's the changed plan. Um, we cut back to the command center and Adam's like, I can't believe you're leaving. And <laughs> Adam says, and Alpha 2, which I don't even think that was mentioned before. I like to think Adam no. was just like, so you're going to take Alpha with you, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wait, and, so, uh, so it's, it's kind of weird that that's happening. I, I, I get that, like, I guess Zordon basically just owns Alpha, but, like, Alpha <laughs> doesn't have any business on Eltar. <laughs> no, he's not from there. He's nope. from yeah. Edenoi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and which I'm sure guess, the writers remember. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty certain that, like, you know, Mass Rider Grandpa would like his robot back. <laughs> so Tanya says it won't be the same without you, and Zordon says, "Well, I've made arrangements for that. Don't you worry." Uh, and we cut back to the ship, uh, and Porto's like, "Okay, here's we go. Here we go. I made this." horrifying monster for it's, you. It's called the Amphibitor and uh, before we continue, I think Ooh. we need to take a... Pit stop at the Car Ranger Garage. Okay, give me some Car Ranger info. Okay, so this guy's called M.M. Mogu in uh, Car Ranger. Mogu. He's like... He's like the Bozok's gourmet. He likes to eat a lot. Okay, that explains the uh, knife yeah. and fork. The reason they bring him in is because in a previous ed- episode, Grotch, um, Porto's uh, p- counterpart, uh, he goes on the Earth because he's like hungry and wants to eat some Earth food, and he meets like the the Car Rangers. Um, their his, their boss at the Pegasus Garage has a family that shows up a bunch. So he meets them, and he's like, "Let me try human food," and they're like, "Yeah, all right." <laughs> and they give him a bunch of like food, and he grows super large. Mm. And he's like, "Oh okay. fuck, this can make Bozox get really big. Let's try that. Like, let's do this again." And he and they get the gourmet, and they give him. Um, they 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 figure out that it's the um Emoto Yokon, oh, no Emo Yokon. Uh, which causes, uh, not Emoto, it's little sister, Emo Yokon, which um, causes them to get big. So they give him some Emo Yokon, and which is, and Emo Yokon, by the way, is like a, it's like a dessert made from like sweet potato. Okay. Um, it kind of makes mm-hmm. it into a gelatin. Um, Yokon in general is kind of a gelatin made from like red bean paste, but this one specifically is sweet potato. And they give it to him and he shrinks Instead okay. of growing big, and he's like a little action figure, and it's amazing and good. <laughs> but then they figure out the reason it shrank is because they didn't give him Emocho brand Emo Yokon. What? <laughs> specifically Emocho brand, which I think is like just a local Yokon shop that's a product placement in the area. <laughs> no, I, I I don't I don't know if it's a, if it's like a if it's like a chain, <laughs> but there's like specific specifically a, a, a Emocho. Uh, shop there so it could be like a local business or something i don't know fair enough um and that gets them big and i fucking love that what i love that what gets them big is just eating some d- dessert and so it that's gets what them huge. every monster does in car ranger yeah just eat food that's they, awesome. just, they just they just keep going to it like there's, there's several parts where it just shows grotch like going to a mocha and buying yokon <laughs> he doesn't even steal nice. it he just pays for it yeah that's... no the shopkeeper's always like oh here you go and then he's like wait <laughs> what, what the fuck was that that's <laughs> it's, great it's really good so i feel like um we have talked a lot less about the designs of the monsters in throughout zeo uh, and I think part of that is because I, I feel like I really liked Zio. Um, overall, I, I liked the theme, but in general, I felt like the machine monsters were not as interesting. Um, 
this guy can fuck right off. Uh, <laughs> I, love, I love them. I love the the Car Ranger monsters. They're so good. So, well, <laughs> no, I'm not saying it's like a bad monster design. It's just horrifying. Oh, so yeah. first of all, well, it's what's, what's first, fucked up about him is he's got a mouth and then he's got another mouth. Yeah, that right. Covers like I mean, his whole listen, chest. It, it could have been worse. It could have been like in uh, the Car Ranger episode where he gets so big that he he freaks out because his the people everyone can see his belly button lint. And you see his like giant gross belly button that's an Audi. And then and then like Grotch is like, Don't even be upset. My belly button lint is way worse. And we see his oh, gro- gross oh. he's got a, I don't know if you noticed, but he's got a porthole for his belly button. Oh so like yeah, it's it's gross and bad, but I still like Carranger a lot. <laughs> Do you think this guy is better or worse than the uh the horse? With the, oh, it's the not as horse. it's no, it's not as bad as the the as uh, <laughs> Leaky Faucet. No, yeah, Leaky no, no. Faucet, not even close. Uh, that guy's <laughs> worse, but I don't like this because he's basically his whole chest is a mouth, uh, but yeah. then also he has a mouth in the normal place where a mouth goes, and then he has big like amphibian like frog eyes and then a little hat, which I do like that part, and then the other part <laughs> I like is that he has overalls but the overall straps are not around his shoulders and are yeah. down like a cool guy which yeah, I, I also mean, enjoy. Yeah, because I mean, this must be like a biker gang, right? It's like, that's yeah, a totally. part of a lot of their designs. I like that he has two mouths. No, I don't. Li- no, mm. Emily, you weren't <laughs> listening to me. That's the part that I specifically said I don't like. That's the good part, though. <laughs> okay. So, he he shows up uh, and he said, so here's a weird uh, a weird bit. We've kind of been like, what's up with this submarine? Where is it? Is it on Earth? Like, what's the deal? It's uh, on Earth. They, they showed it land on Earth in like the first part. Okay, fair enough. But so he says the monster, what's it called again? Sorry, someone said it's something. It's called Amphibitor in this. Amphibitor. I'm not sure they, I don't know if they actually ever mention his name in this. Okay. Amphibitor says, I was waiting on that weird planet until you guys called me. So I guess all their minions just are, like, somewhere else. They're, and they're hanging they, like, around on the, you know, on the bench planet. Just wait for, yeah. for them to be called. Yeah. So, um, Porto gives him this weird, like, candle-looking device that he says... It's not... It doesn't look like a candle. I don't know what it looks like. It looks like a... It looks like the base to a really complicated bong. <laughs> <laughs> sure, um, yeah. And she, he's like, take this to Earth and it'll help close the portal, I guess. Uh, what were you going to say, Emily? Um, I just like Alden Fibitor's uh, Ranger Wiki page. It says, for a similarly named monster from Power Rangers Ninja Storm, see Amphibador. Amphibador. <laughs> <laughs> There's only so different. many names. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, the Amphibador's fun. The team is like, but where's Tommy? He has to say goodbye to you. And then Tommy shows up and is like, oh, I'm here. Don't worry, guys. He told me. Fuck y'all. You didn't need to know. <laughs> He called me while I was in my car to tell me to teleport over here. As here is Tommy with his luscious hair. His hair. Mm-hmm. I remember when I said that his hair was good at the beginning of this show, and I don't know if I changed or if I, it got worse. I, but... I think his hair got worse. I remember him mm-hmm. being a Green Ranger, and like his hair was like a little bit more curly, and it was a little it was a little bit shorter. 
but it still had a bit of length to it. Well, this is, it just looks so bad. It looks yep. dry. <laughs> that, that's the thing. That's the thing. This is in SD, and I can tell that he doesn't use conditioner uh-huh. in standard definition. <laughs> like, it's not good. Um, but, so, I, we shouldn't gloss over the fact, and I, it, I, we've mentioned it already, but like, Zordon tells Tommy his big thing coming up that he's going to leave. And not only does he only tell Tommy, Tommy doesn't bother to tell anyone else. (laughs) Well, Tommy doesn't give a shit. Like, whatever. He doesn't care. Especially not his girlfriend. (laughs) Okay, is it really him being that callous, or did he just assume Zordon would have also told the rest of the crew? I don't know, man. Tommy literally, like, skipped graduation. He showed up for a fight. And then they were like, are you going to come back and hang out this with Graduate? Okay, bye. Never mind, <laughs> I guess. I don't think yeah, he it's cares. one thing that he doesn't care about going to his own graduation. It's another to not go when his friends are graduating. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, I don't, I think he's done with these people. Like, it seems <laughs> like he's just Checked out. out, yeah. Oh, he wants the to drive a car swapper. now. The Everything else swapper. can go fuck itself. The range is swap. I assume that Zordon told. Sorry. <laughs> Cassidy, Cassidy, go ahead. The range is swap over this season. Can't come soon enough for him. Yes, yeah, yeah he is ready. He's ready to go. Um, so Larigo starts his spell to, eh, <laughs> and Tommy said, or sorry, Zordon's like, remember, Rangers, the power's always in you. I guess. Uh, Amphibator sets this device up. Uh, it shoots green gas out yeah, of the top the, of it. The way that shot is framed, the thing is on the ground. He's standing behind it, and he like kind of stretches his arms out. It goes, "It's working!" As this thing, I don't know how else to say it, ejaculates some green shit into the sky while he's standing <laughs> behind it in <laughs> such a way that it almost looks like it's coming out from his dick. So there you go. Yeah, and this uh, this green way. space ejaculate goes up and it goes straight into the wormhole. Yep. Uh, and the wormhole kind of contracts a little bit around this uh, <laughs> oh, penetrating <stop>. force. <sighs> Y'all are gross. <laughs> yep. uh, but the, the point is, this device is they're trying to close the wormhole early so Zordon can't go home. But more to the point, so uh, the thing Divatox is afraid of can't come back through. Right. <laughs> what I, I uh, love is that, like... They're like, we may have to stay, and, like, maybe we'll be able to return home another time. And then it, like, goes to, like, Lergo, and he's, like, shifty-eyed, like, I don't know, guys! You already waited for hundreds of thousands of years for this one. And also Justin is like, no, you have to go. Get the hell out of here, you old man. Nobody likes you. <laughs> They're still doing that thing where, like, any time a character can have a big dramatic thing they say they give it to Justin pretty consistently and it still really bothers me and as far as I've watched ahead it doesn't stop so Elgar shows up with a bunch of a bunch of guys in cars and this is the point where it really sunk in that all like there's going to be a bunch of quote unquote zord fights that are mm-hmm. cars slamming into each other in this yep. season. I love this Zord. I fight. love it. This Ugh. this episode this is, is so the best good. Turbo episode this so far great. because it yeah. has a really long ass Zord fight in it. You're this is my favorite that. Zord <laughs> thing the show has done so far. Period. Okay. Well, fair enough. We know Zach never played Twisted Metal. Now, here, let me <laughs> let me get into this, and I'm gonna actually. Uh, for once, because I'm gonna be overwhelmingly positive about this, I'm actually gonna start with the negative thing. 
Okay. And the negative thing is it doesn't make sense at this point for them to pretend they don't know how to put the swords together. Uh-huh. Because not only do most of the team have a lot of experience putting swords together, they've put this turbo Megazord together, like, twice already. It, it, you're right, it doesn't make sense, but, like, another Car Ranger fact, this is the first time they make the Megazord in Car Ranger. Of yeah, I figured. Yeah, so they just like, didn't, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, that's totally. pretty obvious. Yeah. Uh, but what's great is that, like... So we, we we've talked before about how Car Ranger is kind of a parody of Sentai. It's it's a Sentai parodying it's, itself. It basically. is a gentle send up. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's, not it's like a, I would say it's not a parody. It's a comedy. It's just yes. a comedy Sentai. They're 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 playing with the tropes. They're not going full like Abba yeah. Ranger or, or Akiba Ranger. What is what is this comedy one called? Akiba uh, Ranger. Yeah, that Ranger, a parody. Yeah. That one yeah. is like <laughs> but they're definitely playing with the tropes. And what they're doing is they're definitely having it so that like. The Rangers are having a hard time figuring out how to bring the robots together. Yeah. And uh, it's, yeah. Just, it's so fun. It's so it's fun. So there's, much fun. There's a great bit early on where uh, Catherine is being... Uh, she's about to slam into uh, another driver that's trying to cut her off. Yeah. Um, she she goes, Herbie, Herbie goes bananas on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> It, it, it's 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 actually so it's it's worth noting that they're fighting other giant cars and right. one of them is explicitly being driven by Elgar and the others were never shown the drivers I mm-hmm. I assume they're mooks in the original just driving the cars yeah I don't think yes. you ever see like in in the cockpit but I'm sure they're wumpers yeah uh yeah so so like. Yes, as as Cassidy so succinctly put it, uh, uh, Cat's car splits in half, and the other car drives through her and rams another car behind her now, and explodes. When I when I say this, I want to be clear that I love that this happens. It makes yeah. no fucking sense what Cat's car does here because well, it splits I mean, down the it, middle. <laughs> and and the thing is, because this is like this is a Sentai robot. The driver's seat's in the middle. She's not on the driver's yeah. side of the car. She's in the middle yeah. of the car. So where does she go? I, I don't yeah, know. That, that doesn't make any sense, but I will say, like, her Zord does split apart to be the arms. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense that it can do that, which is cool. The, the cat yeah. also, she also splits in half. It's fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, my favorite part of this fight is that Justin literally just says, oh, yeah, all right, a jump. And then he goes off the jump. <laughs> yep. Now, yeah. it's now like, it's I mean, to be fair, that was me when I was 12, playing, like, Need for Speed. <laughs> <laughs> There's even a moment where Tanya's like, hey, Justin, calm down, and Adam just goes, no, 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 let him do this. He's a kid with his toys. Remember, you used to do that when you first started Zord- driving a Zord. And she's like, what, my shitty turret Zord? <laughs> <laughs> I-, I thought that he would, like, land on a bad guy or something. It- no, he just goes off a ramp and goes, yay, he jumps. He just, he just does a sick jump because he can. It's great. <laughs> uh, which is pretty cute. Um, yeah, yeah. They start forming the Megazord. Uh, Pink attaches to Blue, and mm-hmm. like- yeah, so so Pink apparently actually has has to do the split in half thing to attach to the blue one. Uh, and, and we get this moment where like, so as I guess, I guess the big like super cockpit is just in the blue and pink cars put together because yeah, we I have the whole so. set at that point mm, and right. we get this moment. And again, it's, it's, it's the weird vibe that Catherine and, and Justin have mm. uh, because the pink creature gets up and like, like, and like starts patting the blue ranger on the shoulder. And like, this is part of the original footage. Power Rangers didn't yeah, do yeah. this. 
Yeah, the pink this fight is scene really is cutesy in, in Car Ranger. She's kind of like really girly and stuff. Yeah, also, Cat's airbag deployed when she like yeah, slammed her car into mm. Justin's, which is pretty good. I, I also love how like the Zord forming is like happening while they're driving. Like they don't yep. stop driving. Like it's so cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they need to be driving for the Zord to form because it involves rolling really fast and then slamming the brakes to tilt it mm. upwards. Yeah. Which is by far the best thing about the best Megazord sequence in the yeah. show so far. Well, we should definitely let Cassidy speak now. Yeah, yeah this entire fight scene is just Sentai footage. That's all. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah it's it's neat. I enjoy it, but it is, you can tell that it's Sentai footage just because of the difference in quality and everything. Yeah, you can also tell because it's good. <laughs> it's the one yeah. good well, part of this episode. Yeah. Well, there is, uh, yes. there is other Sentai footage in this episode, which is interesting. Um, so green and yellow, uh, connect, they have to, like, spin around to drift and then, like, slam into each other. Well, they they, they actually have to, like, slam into each other, like, on the sides and hook up into a a single, like, like, wide car and then spin out. And then I guess turn around and ram into the front because a thing opens Mm -hmm. up on the front of the blue and pink combined Zord, and just, yes. I guess, just slam into it to hook the legs on. Yeah, it's yeah. cool that this is all happening, by the way, while they're at speed, uh-huh. which is yeah. neat. Yeah, and they have a bit um, of trouble with it, which I appreciate, because, like, yes, that would be difficult. Yeah. 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 Like, like <laughs> For we sure. see the, the blue and pink rangers have some trouble coming together, the yellow and green rangers have some trouble coming together, and then the two groups come together by just rum- ramming into each other, and like, oh, like, okay. With the exception of the Falcon Zord specifically on the Ninja Zord, I always got the impression that they just like push a button and their stuff combines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is like they're literally driving and they have to hook up when their like landing gear is out, essentially. <gasps> Excuse me, or it won't yeah. work. Yeah, and then they just like they just take all the like four cars and smash through an enemy car. And it's so cool, right? Um. <laughs> So now uh, Tommy is trying to get around Elgar's big car, which is kind of cool looking. It has like a <laughs> giant the, engine block on it, sort of. The, the other part I like is that Tommy whips out like the instruction manual to his it's sword while so driving, funny. trying to figure out what he's supposed to do now. He's like, good yeah. thing I have the instruction manual. <laughs> it's the best. And then he doesn't even do anything. He just opens up the he, like she, she he opens up the car and shows the like Megazord head and it looks at Elgar and then he's like what the fuck and rams into a rock and doesn't do anything <laughs> like the his maneuver doesn't do anything to hurt Elgar except for distract him. Yeah. <laughs> so here's what I'm wondering: Do they just have like a a less good Elgar puppet for driving around in the car? It or, seems or like did it. the American side like genuinely just have a better Elgar puppet because they made the movie? They because like the Elgar driving a car puppet, his face like really doesn't move much. Yeah, I'm not super sure, but I would guess that it was a different model. Um, but finally, uh, Elgar crashes into a boulder, uh, and Tommy ramps off of uh, off of something and flies down and and connect with the yeah, rest of the Megazord. Sick. Yeah, yeah. it is pretty cool. They always yeah, use is. this shot where he's like coming in for a landing for the um, Megazord transformation sequence, and, like, why can't he just drive in? 
That would make more sense. <laughs> no, it yeah. has to get jump every single time. Maybe maybe yeah, there's no okay. ramp for the, the, the red cart to get into the bed of that kind of pickup thing that they have going at that point. <laughs> as far as I remember, I'm pretty sure it jumps into there every single time they make the Megazord. Yeah. yeah. If you could jump into it, why wouldn't you is the better question, I guess. Yeah, if you can do a sick jump, why wouldn't you? I mean, to save the suspension... Yes, true. Very, very giant true. crazy cars. Come on, Gassity. <laughs> <laughs> I so, played the Mad Max video game recently, and suspension is important. You need to take care <laughs> of your cars. True. Not when you're superheroes. <laughs> so, so basically, the, they form the Megazord. Unfortunately, they don't fight with the Megazord no, yet. No, they just do it uh, so far. Yeah, like... Because Elgar... I, and everything uh, in, this, in the Sentai, this is like all one scene, where like right after this, they fight the monster like there's no breakup like there isn't this yeah, yeah we'll get the monster fight later in the episode uh but yeah, yeah we basically see elgar and the other cars with comically large white flags coming it's off the so back good. of them <laughs> driving away and it's it's worth bearing in mind all of this shit that we've been describing this is toy cars being filmed close up yep it's like, so this, good. Isn't, this isn't like proper puppets mm. or cgi or rotoscoping or anything these are just rc cars that they and they put little cameras on, low on the ground and i love it i love yeah. all of it there's two things i want to mention real quick before we move on to the next scene the first is that uh when they form the megazord uh it's like laying down and then they get it to stand up by slamming on the brakes of yep. the front two yes, cars it's so cool so it's basically, basically, they do a wheelie to make yeah. the Megazord. <laughs> I mean, it's a front wheelie. It. Yeah, it's it, they, yeah. they, it's it's kind of like the truck in the Dark Knight, but if it if the end of it is the truck standing on its tip, like upwards right. vertically. So, yeah. so I have to ask Zach, because like we all loved this scene, but you said you didn't. What's wrong with it? <laughs> no, I like so, so. The thing is, I just don't give a shit about cars. That's the the basic idea, and okay. like cars. So there's like a really extended sequence with uh with Tommy and Elgar just like bumping up against each other and I don't know I just don't care about that stuff it doesn't it's not cool to me I want things I to it. punch I wish, I wish Luke was here for this because I think being a speed racer <laughs> fan he would have loved this scene I might send it to him on YouTube yeah not a fan of the Fast and the Furious. I love the Fast and the Furious, but I mostly like the Fast and the Furious movies where they stop doing car things. So, uh, what they, they uh, the Fast and the Furious family should yes, connect exactly. their cars into a robot. They should do um, that in the next one. I hope they do that. What sells it for me about this Zord sequence are the production values, or more accurately, the lack of them. Uh-huh. Just, just how the fact it's that cute. it's all just cheap yeah. plastic. I do like just, that. Part. It's it's so good. I love the fact that like. Uh, like, like we mentioned, the the green and yellow car hooked up to the other ones by ramming into them. So when they pump the brakes to bring the Zord up, they're they're going backwards, mm-hmm. and we get a close up shot of the wheel that says like Power Vehicle CR one thousand or something. Yeah. yeah, and it's just it's so I I love it so much. There's something about it that's just like it feels like th- this whole sequence and. I know that eventually they're probably just going to settle into fighting monsters, and we're probably not going to going to get a whole lot of car combat like this sequence. Mm-hmm. But I just kind of love how it's just this. It's it's almost like a kid friendly version of Twisted Metal, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's so dumb, just these toy cars slamming into one another. I love it. the The fucking like twelve year old in the back of my head is just like, yeah, yeah, this fucking rules. Yeah, totally. Like, like I'm not huge into cars, really, but I just I don't know. I think it's fun. Like it's just a fun scene. I I like cars are the best when they're like not taken too seriously. Like 
when they're sure. kind of wacky and stuff. So, so here's the one thing I do want to give this. Uh, this is a positive. Um, is that with the exception of Tommy saying like, "How how do I turn into Turbo or whatever?" Like t- when he takes out his little instruction manual. All the gags that we described are visual only, and the show doesn't feel the need to like have Elgar be like, "We surrender" when they do the white mm-hmm. flags or or any of that stuff. They they trust you to get that it's a joke and it's not a big deal. And I, mean, also, I, I just, really like that. Also, they're just using the Sentai footage and totally. Yeah, they probably but, didn't but, watch it. Well, that's true. That's possible. But like in later yeah. seasons, I feel like. And I mentioned it earlier in this episode. Uh, there's just this like predilection to have the Rangers saying something always. I think you said and that I've, before we recorded. To be honest, oh, did we, I? We, okay, we were talking sorry. about Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, and right. You mentioned yeah. It. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but yeah, so in later seasons, that there's a lot of like during fight scenes, the Rangers never stop talking. They never stop making jokes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if if every single one of these visual gags also had like someone ADRing in like a fun joke about it that would make me like it less but uh they don't so i like that part i think now, it's, it's that actually nice. uh that actually reminds me of something i forgot to bring up uh so there, there are a bunch of things throughout this season where the rangers do dub in because clearly the actors in the sentai are talking they're emoting and, and looking at each other and talking about stuff uh and my absolute favorite is there's a moment where the green ranger like gives a thumbs up and they have Adam say, "You're number one." As Tommy gets into the, gets into the, joins the robot, and just, just Johnny and Bosch's awkward delivery on "You're number one" is is like Eric. Please put it in. It's my favorite line in the show in so long. Yes. Johnny and Bosch is amazing. Like I, uh, I, I just played a game with him doing voices in it, and it's like he's he's improved so much. It's yeah, crazy. it's wild. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, I, I, really, I don't think that's him doing a bad delivery. I think it's just there's no good way to deliver that true. line with that footage. Yeah. Um, so so that's the uh, that is the the first fight, and they return to the command center, and let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And I'm Lucas. And, and we're, we're from, from the, the podcast D-Comedy. A show where each month we re-watch Disney Channel original movies. And trust me, they're weirder than you remember. We grew up totally addicted to whatever Disney Channel wanted to throw at us. And going back to look at these beautiful train wrecks is always a good time. So search for us on iTunes and Google Play Music and Stitcher and basically wherever you find podcasts. Or find us among all the wonderful podcasts on AudioEntropy.com. I'm Emma. I'm Lucas. And And you should be listening to D-Comedy. Alright, so we are back in the command center. uh, It's, It's worth noting that like that big fight sequence that uh, that we loved so much, uh, except for Zach, had basically nothing to do with anything. The plot hasn't changed. No, no, it's literally <laughs> like a we- the wormhole is closing and we're in trouble and then they go fight and then they come back and they're like, still that. Yeah, and still, Elgar had nothing to do with that, I guess. (laughs) Okay, so I'm a bit confused about this wormhole thing. It began closing because the device was there. So they stopped going, trying to get through. But then the device was (laughs) stopped, or will be stopped, 
and then they start trying to go through, even though the wormhole is still yeah, closing. It, there is a thrown off line that, like, if they try to go through it while it's closing, it might close on them, and then they would die. Yeah. They do say I, that, but which is like it's it's almost weird that that's not what Divitox intended with her plan. It seems like it should be the plan to actually just kill Zordon and Alpha by by doing that and Demetria while everyone is in transit. It's just something that comes up, I guess. It's well, she's yeah. like emotionally, you know, like she's just like so scared of. Uh, yeah, she's compromised. I guess coming in. Yeah, um, I, I was gonna say the, the Elgar thing like kind of makes sense because like there's there was a ton of times we like complained about it where like Zed's like send parties down to distract them when like the Rangers have no idea what's going on. Um, this is kind of a case where they sent down Elgar to distract them where it makes sense because because they're fighting Elgar, they can't deal with the portal closing. They can't deal with the frog. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So, the Zordon says, you know, Rangers, thank you so much. You, words can't express how much you've meant to me, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then he gets poofed out of the tube by Larigo uh, and Alpha 2. Uh, and then they say goodbye. Some sparkles fly through the air. We must leave right away. Words can't express the gifts you have given me and the people of Earth. We will miss you dearly. Goodbye, Rangers. I miss you already. Goodbye, Zora. Goodbye, Alpha. You'll always be in our hearts. They like kind of try to make it something, but it still feels very anticlimactic. The Rangers um, should have hogged the tube. <laughs> that would have been good. I would have liked that. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they shoot up through the uh, portal, and then Divatox's device is collapsing it, and they're like, "Oh no!" Okay, here is where they say, "Yeah, if it if it closes now, we're fucked." So, so they're like, "Okay, well, we got to go stop the device." Um, so. Uh, they, t- I think they just Tommy go ahead and gets teleport. the, the back to action, which I appreciate. Yeah, that's nice. Now, and there is a quick shot I like. It actually makes yes, sense in yes. this context. Yeah, we are going back to action instead of just saying it while we're mm-hmm. still in the suits. Um, so there is a fun shot of two random children wandering up on the amph- amphibian or whatever and <laughs> I this is when I really remembered like oh right Balkan Skull aren't in the show for yeah, a while which same. means that stuff which means that stuff they would normally have Balkan Skull do aka get scared by a monster is just random children which is in some ways funnier to me <laughs> for some reason. Well, it makes more sense too you know. Yeah. Right instead of it being Balkan Skull literally every time mm-hmm. but he so, just like go ahead I was gonna say, um, I guess I like it's. I'm cutting ahead a little bit here, but this this fight coming up is Sentai footage. Okay, there you and go. it so it looks it looks it it doesn't look as different as it has in previous seasons. Yes, you are right. That is a good point. It does not. It look like the car stuff is very obviously Sentai mm. footage because like you, it's that thing we've talked about before, where like the whole grain of the film changes, and you can mm. just tell 
this is not as different. So that's good to know. Um, so this is where the gourmet stuff comes in, which is not explicit in this, but only in the car ranger thing. Cause he's like, I'm going to eat you. And he pulls out swords or a knife and fork, fork. which yeah, like, and he, that makes sense. Cause he's a chef in car ranger. Yeah, apparently. Right. And it's just, they didn't explain it. So whatever, that's fine. So he starts fighting the rangers with a, a car and, or a car and fork, a knife and fork. Um, Tommy tells Justin to go get the device because he's a big special boy. Uh, and then uh, kind of a brutal cat gets like flung against a wall, which just stuck out to me because I feel like it looked a little rougher than usually in this show. Uh, Justin gets zapped when he's running towards the device. Uh, and there's this weird shot where he gets hit and like he's on the ground reaching towards it and he's like i've got to get it and then i was like did he just die like (laughs) like why is this so dramatic and like i i'm fairly certain there's no device in the sentai so they're doing a really good job of like combining the footage because i know that like that initial part where they fight him is sentai so like that's kind of impressive and it looks like similar locations and I think it'd be interesting if we go further in this season with, and see more of Justin, like, not able to physically keep up with the rest of the Rangers like Billy was at the start of the original. I, I just think that'd yeah, be interesting. that'd be neat. Yeah. Well, I wonder, I, I genuinely don't know if that happens. It, I mean, it could. It would make sense. He is 12, as we've previously described. Um, so, yeah, he, he gets kind of knocked out. Um we cut back down to Ooh, the, um, uh, go ahead. The, the rangers do try grabbing the amphibior, amphibitor by its arms, but I suppose that only works if you're a ranger. Yes. <laughs> yes, of course. He just breaks out. Uh, Divatox says, are the torpedo, torpedoes loaded? And Rygog <clears throat> is like, yep, well, we got them in. Number one and two are ready to go. Uh, and Porto says, I promise this will work. And then she says, fire away, and we fire our torpedoes. Um, we see a CG they, they shot. Com- yeah, the computer flight through the air, and it's really bad. Yeah. the ter- I think it's decent for the time. By the yeah. way, this is only because I'm a fucking nerd, but torpedo submarines do and can shoot missiles that come up and go through the air, but that's not what a torpedo is. Because <laughs> don't the, worry about it. <laughs> they shoot. <laughs> they, sh- they shoot missiles that go up through the air. It's not. You know what torpedo. else torpedoes usually don't do? They usually don't make you big. <laughs> I don't know what so, you're talking about. <laughs> they usually, I actually love <laughs> that the. They usually blow you up in the other way. Yes, that is true. <laughs> Usually you blow yeah. up, not... Yeah. Yep, I got it. Good joke. I absolutely love that this monster doesn't know what's coming. So when the See missiles start going voice. toward him, he's like, Oh my god, I'm gonna die! <laughs> yeah. <And then> it's, <laughs> it's, it's really... He just thought that Divatox yeah. had launched an ICBM at him. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's, so scared. It's, it's very funny because like, yeah. so this is the second, I guess, uh, then, uh, USA only, uh, a, bl- uh, grow sequence after Zed's weird little grenade things. Um, I think this works better. 
it's more like I, in line I like with the her emo yokan more, but this sure. is pretty cool for what yeah. it is. I think it's pretty cool, and also it gives that added part of the the monster being like, "Oh Jesus!" and then he gets big. Could you just imagine gets... if like they had to eat cake or something to get big? That'd be so good. I mean, I love that. There's some We're silly up. grow methods later, but yeah. We're two for two for the American growth sequence involving explosions. Well, you know, I mean, honestly, you know America. Yeah, we do love our explosions. Um, so they they say we need mega tur- turbo zord power, uh, and this time they don't have to. So I, br- when I was watching it the first time, I thought that they had just like left it formed because that would make more sense. They because they just left uh, like real quickly in the middle of the fight, but. Uh, they just reform it, and this time it's fine. Uh, you are all correct that it is the exact same shot of the, uh, I guess they can only form the Megazord in a canyon where Tommy can jump off of something. <laughs> they can't do it otherwise. Yeah, it seems like a really specific driveway that they need to do this in. Like, it, uh, it takes way more space than their old Megazord form up. But we do have a I, complete... I, my worry is that we're not going to get very many more, uh, fights where they're just in the cars because i've always had a soft spot for individual zord fights on the occasion that they get used but they always do that yeah Mm. i i think it's do you know do you want i think it's harder like i think it's tough tougher to do because it's it's models usually like multiple individual models instead of just like a guy in a suit and I think it's just that it's tougher for them to do in uh in I feel like in the the CG um era where all, all the Zords are CG, you get it a little bit more, especially in like RPM where some of the Zords are literally just like helicopters with guns on them. Where it's like, yeah, I mean, this makes sense to fight by itself, but uh, yeah, I I think it's just harder in this era is one of the reasons why they don't do it as much. So we'll see. Um, we get to see their, uh, the TV version of their finishing move because there's Which no is fight. Sick. So, it's very okay. good. It I is love cool. It. it, I'll have to say though, they, you, this is one of those things where I'm like, well, you would just vomit in your helmet. Like, you just, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. So what happens is that because because I forgot about that part because they run they like speed forward they're like kind of uh like floating running they're They're not even like running they're just I think they're using their wheels like yeah they're they're using their wheels uh and then they start the top the torso starts spinning with the sword and but they actually have a shot of the inside of the cockpit to show that yes in fact. These the uh the rangers are like being violently spun around very yeah. very fast. <laughs> and it's, it's a pretty bad shot they're, that doesn't go the full three sixty because their set didn't let them do that. It's weird, right, but, of course. Yeah. Um, but they blow them up, and then there's a really cool shot of they they like pose the model like doing like a superhero pose afterwards, it's really which cool. I love. It reminds yeah, me it's of like, like down on uh, one knee, the sword yeah. sideways. It's great. It reminds me of like a JRPG attack because it does like it has them like run on a highway every single time, even if they're at a place with no highway. So it feels yeah, like totally that. yes, yes, <laughs> very much. Um, 
It does kind of stink that this monster just dies instantly, but we got a good enough sword fight earlier that I'm willing yeah, to let that like, slide. Like I said in the original, like that that's kind of the fight is that they they fight Elgar and then and they're trying to get to the big guy destroying the city, but they they have to fight Elgar first and then they go and dash and kill the guy. So kind of like it has a bit more cohesion. But yeah, yeah, totally. So they're able to shut it down and save Alpha and Zordon, which is nice. Um, and then, uh, everyone's just, just kind of sad. Like, everyone's just looks sad. They're like, well, that's that. We saved them, and I guess Alpha and Sordon are gone forever. Yay. And also, bye, Larry, go get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Jesus. He turns I'm into so... sparkles, and if we're lucky, he never rematerializes. Uh, he does, you know, real quick, Larigo is just like, and here's a picture of my baby, and he just shows it to you, and you cry yeah. and cry. I think the first um, time I watched this with Cassie, she didn't know about Demetria, so she was like, God, don't don't make Larigo be their mentor, fuck. Oh, <laughs> like, oh no, man, no, that's don't exactly worry. what I was thinking. Listen, <laughs> if that was, if, I, I'm sorry, if Larigo was the new mentor, I, I would leave the podcast. <laughs> There's nothing you can do to get I, me to watch any more Power Rangers. <laughs> real quick, Simon... Yeah. Is there a worse mentor than Demetria? Because I don't think so. Uh, it's, well, there's been a lot of mentors. Hang on. Uh, it's hard to think. The only one I can think of is the shitty CGI uh, uh, hamster. Yeah, well, I mean, he's cool, though. Sensei it's is really, it's right. Really, it's really bad I like CGI, him. but the idea of their sensei being like a hamster is amazing, so... It, it, <laughs> yeah, it, it just looks bad mostly. Yeah, the character's yeah. fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it's... Demetrius sucks, but if it was Larigo, like, oh my god, yeah. no. I mean, Demetrius, she's just, you know... Zordon, but kind of blander. She's not really any better or worse than Zordon, so it's fine, I guess. I disagree. I think she's really irritating. We'll, oh, really? we'll talk about All it. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, um, Kat's like, I'm going to miss, I'm going to miss them so much. Uh, and we're all alone. And then, yo, 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 <laughs> here comes fucking uh, Alpha 6. And. Please put a little bit of, of Alpha 6 in. And again. And please like, play Bubsy music behind it. <laughs> I love you, Michael. Yo! Yo! What you talking about alone? Alpha 6! The latest and the greatest in a long line of alphas. Hey, kid, why don't you take a picture? It'll last longer. The 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 thing that kills me the most about this is like, it's it's offensive, and I don't even know to who exactly. But like, it's, it's offensive those, to human sensibilities, right? But it's one of those things where it's like, well, well, it's not exactly like a a. African American, like quote unquote, jive talk, and not exactly, but it's sort <laughs> I thought of. It was more like Brooklyn when I well, heard it. Well, and but... it's sort of Brooklyn y, but not exactly, and it's sort of Jewish, but not. You know what I mean? It's like all mm. these weird. They slammed a whole bunch of stereotypes together, and they give you Alpha Six, who again, instead of III, says Yo Yo Yo. <laughs> and I had forgotten Simon that they at some point are like, "This was such a bad call," and they just <laughs> reboot him basically to be Alpha Five again. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so yeah, mm. do, got, do they uh, go back to the old voice or? 
It's higher pitched, but similar. It's like, I don't think it's the same actor, but they're doing an impression of Alpha 5, basically. So so they just, um, they basically just dropped the gimmick. Well, they just do Alpha 5's gimmick. Like, he does I.A.I. again, instead of Yo, Yo, Yo. Well, that's good. Yeah. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Theory crafting time. What if every Alpha unit at the beginning of its lifespan is like this? And when it when it matures into adulthood, then it then it drops this shit and it becomes the other thing. I mean, I mean, I if mean, we want to hear, go ahead. That, I was just gonna say that might imply that since this alpha eventually evolves, devolves into alpha five, does that mean that alpha five could eventually become alpha four and get another accent? And Alpha yes. 3 and get another I mean, accent. This one, this and so one stays forth. designated as Alpha 6. Yes, oh, okay. yeah. Eventually they'll they'll devolve into Alpha Zero and they'll be like an iPad. Uh but yeah, um like the other th- the other Alpha theory crafting thing to note is that this is the literal exact same model, which like if you don't watch along with us, you might not know. Uh but yeah, it's like, it's the same suit. It's not like they got a different suit for Alpha 6. Um, why did they just keep which Alpha 5? makes one wonder why they bothered changing the robot. Yeah, exactly. That's weird. Uh, also, one of the uh, recent... A, a recent arc in the Power Rangers comic was about Alpha 1, who was an evil psychopath robot. And I kind of loved that uh, because... The comic, I think, is often, like, too beholden to the shit that's in the, mm-hmm. in the show. Mm-hmm. But I was like, okay, well, so that's a good reason they replaced Alpha 1, because he tried to kill everybody. <laughs> so, fair point. Do all Alpha units just eventually become rampant? Like in Halo? Yes. With the AI? Yes. Yeah, it's just like Halo. Yeah, totally. God. <laughs> I feel like so- if that was the case, you'd stop building them after a while. <laughs> also, it would be cooler if it was called Alpha Prime. That would be no, cooler. I mean, as, as long mm-hmm. as you like disassemble them before they go rampant, then you're fine. <laughs> so, um, at this point, uh, uh, you, you, so you've got Alpha Six. He's like, "Hey, yo, yo, everybody! Uh, I'm Alpha Six. Uh, it's good to meet you. I'm better than Alpha Five, that motherfucker." And uh, <laughs> Uh, he says, Justin stares at him and he says, take a picture, it'll last longer and I just choke on a gun and then <laughs> uh, 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 so anyway, then a bunch of flashes happen and here she comes, yep it's the oh, here she comes. Cat is gay for her because she yes. goes, who is she? She's beautiful Demetria <laughs> immediately yep. appears and Cat is immediately like Oh, she's beautiful. <laughs> uh, she's an errant elemental from the Chronicles of Riddick, and she's like, <laughs> oh god, she's see through and uh, like, okay. Here's the thing. This part where Sordon <laughs> left his tube, which I still don't understand. Mm. Again, he's supposed to be in a uh, time warp uh, time warp just, or he needs it on life support or whatever yeah she, she can be outside the tube she chooses to climb <laughs> she, into it so so she yep. is diva Tox's sister she's just a person yep. why why does she get in the tube and how does she where get mentors in the tube? go i guess maybe it's comfy <laughs> yeah, but the other best part about get the, in scene. the mentor tube <laughs> 
is, is that cat goes do you know who we are and she's like do you know who you are and it's like what what the fuck yeah, she, so, she, she answers questions with more what questions a, to really make you so, think about it, it she's so, so wise and zen it, 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 it does not sound zen it sounds like she's going like no i know no i'm not you are so That's here's bullshit. the thing she is from they say later that she is from the planet Inquirus. And therefore, she speaks only in questions. Well, they say her planet now, but they give the explanation, like, next week. Yes. Um, Like, it's... The gimmick is... Here's the thing. If it weren't for the question gimmick, she would be fine. Right. That's my problem. But with the gimmick, she... It's honestly, it's the same thing with Alpha 6. Because they didn't make a character, they made a gimmick, it's annoying. And mm-hmm. and also, I even feel like if you wrote, if if she like didn't speak very much, but when she said something, it was like well written, and it made it made them think like, oh, I, I didn't consider that. That's how I should look at this situation. That would be fine. The problem is, it's literally just like it seems like what they did is write the dialogue and then go like, okay, so now change all those sentences to yep. questions because mm-hmm. she just says like. So, yeah. She, instead of saying like, "Okay, why? Why well, are you she, all instead so of saying surprised? like, th- "There's, there's many surprises coming up in your future," she says, "Would it shock you to learn that there are many surprises coming in yeah. your future?" Right. Yeah, yes. and, and it's like, and and the thing is, with effort and with skill, which the show doesn't have either one of those. Uh, you could make this character work. You could have her do the whole fucking that's what Plato I'm saying. Yeah. Or, or whoever the it was. Method. Like, Socr- yeah. that's yes. it, the Socratic method. Yeah, I literally thing. just looked it up because, like, this Thank is you. another thing about them leaving high school because, like, it's it's like a stereotype that college professors are always using the Socratic method. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's true. Yeah, if you um, did that, if you actually like fucking committed to it and did it up, like. You could have something really interesting here. A better written show could make this character work. Power Rangers doesn't, though. <laughs> no, it, it it really feels like. Um, remember how when Billy was really Billy speaking, it was very obvious that they had just written a sentence and then yep. gone to the thesaurus. Like that's mm. what it feels like they're doing here. Uh, she jumps into the tube and then she says, "Are you surprised even more?" And I was just like, "Boy." I don't like this. This is going to suck. <laughs> See, I didn't even pick up on that. I just thought she was kind of weird. <laughs> now uh, what's kind of great is it's not even going to take long for the characters to get frustrated with her bullshit. Tommy's going to start talking about how, like, can you just give me a fucking straight answer, like, next week? So There's something that's funny about this, which is that Zordon, who's always been a horrible mentor who withholds information, like, if this was, like, a joke on that... That would be funny, but it's not. It's just they were like, "What should this character be?" Uh, I don't yeah, because like that's because that's what Zordon is, but it's not what the show thinks he is. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, the good news is we cut to the best joke in all of Power Rangers so far, which is that we cut to the submarine, and there's a fish with wings for some reason <laughs> flying uh-huh. around. The inside of it's a flying the fish. Yeah. It's a flying flying, fish. flying fish are a thing, but like they can glide out of the water. Right, they're for not a literally bit. fish with bird wings attached to them, which is what this is. And Elgar is walking around the submarine trying to hit it with a fly swatter, and 
he's, he's just yelling at it. And at some point, he's, he yells, we really got to get the screen doors fixed. And I was like, Power Rangers is okay. Power yeah. Rangers is fine. I, you know what? I, I do enjoy the, like, impossible sub stuff. Like, the, 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 when Elgar had the joke before about, like, getting water delivered. Like, the thing is, it's, like, I, it's funny on purpose and it's good. I hated that, and now that I understand, and God, I hope it continues, that Elgar's thing is that he has problems that are literally impossible. <laughs> I kind of love it. Like, I love Yeah, I'm starting that. to like Elgar. I, 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 think, I think that in the absence of, Bo- of Bulk and Skull, this is where all the clown magic went. <laughs> right. I think, I think <laughs> yeah. this is why he was able to defeat them, is because he <laughs> is the true clown. Well, I think Lieutenant Stone got some clown magic based on the ending of the last episode. <laughs> yes. But yeah, he's, he's, again, if you haven't heard, there's an expression called screen door on submarine, which means like, uh-huh. your shit is, your shit is fucked. It's uh-huh. like, there's no reason to do it. And they were just like, but what if actually? And I don't know. It makes mm-hmm. me laugh. I just love it. It's good. Yeah. No. It's silly. Um, then we cut to, uh, I also, we don't the other cut. Reason, it's like, Demon's sorry. Yes. Yeah. The, but yeah, the other reason I like it is because, like, in previous previous secondary villains are always, like, groveling to Zed or Rita, or, or even in the case of the Machine Empire, they're, like, talking and, and scheming. In this case, like, Divatox is just, like, talking about how mad she is about, uh, about Demetria, and, like, Elgar doesn't give a single fuck. Like, he's literally <laughs> not even listening to her. His, his thing is just, like, over here. And that's well, very fu- funny well, to me. Well, I like, because she goes, she goes, uh, she's the embodiment of good, I'm the embodiment of evil, do the math. And then in the background this entire time, we see him trying to do the math, and it's really funny, actually. He, he, <laughs> he counts in his hands, and then completely ignoring that she's still in the middle of a speech, like, and they don't even bring attention do it he's just like i give up and she doesn't <laughs> acknowledge it at all she completely yeah. just keeps going with what she's saying right it's it's so so again the sister thing that comes up later but like i do sort of enjoy that like uh i even here i sort of get like no she hates this lady for some reason and it's not super clear um but yeah so she's like yeah i'm gonna kill her and she seems more frustrated by her than uh, than the Power Rangers even. So uh, there and you go. And she actually says like this is it's personal now. Now that she's here, which is kind of a nice acknowledgement that up until this point she'd just kind of been winging it. She was <laughs> just like, I'm gonna. Well, like yeah, because originally the Power Ranger or in the movie she they stopped her from doing something. Now it's just like fuck the Power Rangers, I guess. Like there's no. Well, like she had well, she the revenge plan revenge, with the graduation, yeah. but yeah. it didn't. It didn't really seem like if that had worked, she would have stuck around. She might have just left and just right, like, well, totally. got my revenge. See ya. But now she's actually like, well, okay, I guess I'm 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 on Earth for the long haul. Got to kill my fucking sister. Yeah, yeah, totally. So uh, that's the episode. Uh, well, well oh, sorry. we end with yes. not get the ending joke. Go ahead, go ahead. Great. Go ahead, hon. Okay, um, the flying fish that Elgar has been tr- ch- chasing around lands on Divatox's head, and Elgar goes to like hit it, and we just freeze frame on him about to hit her head. Very <laughs> yeah. good. I actually think it's funnier that we don't see the oh, hit. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's the episode, and uh, I've got some questions. If you have a question, I mean, I've got us. a lot of questions. 
Okay, I have many questions, but yes. <laughs> uh, if you have a question, send it to us at Teens with Tude on Twitter. Uh, Teenagers with Attitudes is our Facebook group, or Teens with Tude at gmail.com. Uh, and our first question comes in from our editor, Eric, because he can do that because he does work for us, and that's how it is. Uh, he we says, pay him in questions. Yes, he says, Power Rangers <laughs> Turbo and Fast and Furious have a character exchange. Which characters would you like to see in the other property? It does not have to be Rangers. If you really want to see Dom team up with uh, Bulk and Skull, that's fine. Um, I will go first so as to allow everyone else a moment to think. But my uh, most obvious one I could think of is, and R.I.P., uh, now that Paul Walker has unfortunately died... Fast and Furious is very much lacking an extremely bland white man, so uh, Tommy Tommy can go over to Fast and Furious and replace him, and that's fine. For sure. I don't think anyone would really even notice. <laughs> um, I mean, I think this is funny because- The thing because, is, like, I would genuinely like a cheesy action movie starring a bunch of po- former Power Rangers actors, but they keep trying to make it happen, and it doesn't. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I the this is a funny question on its face, but like th- what's extra funny is like the themes of Fast and Furious are basically the same as Power Rangers. Yep. It's like uh, your friends are so close that you're f- they're family and you do everything for them and like it's not that different other than the stealing and Though, really, they don't do that anymore, either. They just kind of save the world, I guess. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, listen, if you give me the chance to have Vin Diesel in a Power Ranger outfit, I will take that every single time. Like, yes. I would also like to see what The Rock looks like wearing <laughs> wearing tight spandex. My, <laughs> my thought is that it would be sort of terrifying, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Um... <laughs> Like my answer is just like switch them out completely, like just oh, have yeah, like just a have total one hundred and eighty. Yeah, like have like all the 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 Fast and Furious crew be like the Power Rangers and have all the Power Rangers go to the Fast and Furious world, and it would be like this really good juxtaposition between like the seriousness of but also silliness of Fast and Furious mixed with like the just downright silliness of Power Rangers. Like it'd be like a funny way to do quote unquote edgy Power Rangers. Have like Dom just like shoot fucking porto in the face or something like and what? then be all like what the fuck and what? then like, and then the trying to solve like the fast and furious problems with like friendship and magic <laughs> well what's so funny about fast and furious is like it is violent but it's not dark or gritty at all it's very i mean there are like moments of seriousness but like Largely, it's real goofy. I just mean goofy. in, like, in, like, comparison to Power Rangers. No, no, I like, know. I'm just saying, so, like, the tone of the the Fast and Furious Rangers would still be cracking jokes and everything. The biggest change would be the fact that the villains were terrified that they were now just getting shot in the face, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I think is very funny. And now, I just like to see how they interacted with Alpha 6, being like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> who do y'all think would be the best driver in the Power Rangers crew? I I mean, I, I guess mean, it's, Tommy. It's a show is He's had the Tom. most yeah. practice. Yeah. I'm actually going to go uh, uh, out of left field, Cannon. I'm going to go with Tanya. 
She seems like she is pretty good at whatever she gets into, to be completely honest. Like, it, it doesn't ever seem like uh, she's that, like, out of her depth at anything she tries. So, Even though I she has many reasons that we've covered extensively to feel out of her depth, she never seems to. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 that's very, like, honestly... It's something that I've thought about a bunch, which is, like, you take an established, like, team of adult actors and then put them in this kind of goofy situation. Uh, I would always enjoy it. But, yeah, also taking the Power Rangers. The other flip side, the taking the Power Rangers then putting them up against, like, like, listen, I love the Power Rangers so much, but... (laughs) If you think that they would go up against Jason Statham and they're not all dead by the end of that, like, <laughs> I don't think they make it out of that one, to be completely honest. Don't tell you. that to JDF. He'll be upset. Well, sure, he'll he'll be pissed at me, but also his character is kind of an idiot, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so... Actually, I guess that's the only question we have. Uh, I don't have anything else coming in this week. So if you have a question, send it in to us, um, and we will answer it. It can be Car Ranger related. It can be uh, uh, Turbo related. It can be Car related. It can be Power Rangers related. It can be none of those. It can be about whatever, um, and we will answer it. Uh, Actually, real quick, I'm sorry. There was one I was thinking about. Which is that uh, our buddy uh, Victor, Vic Perfecto on Twitter, tweeted at us a while ago, and I forgot to answer it because we were in the middle of the the movie stuff. Um, y'all know that very famous uh, GIF of of the uh, Zeo Ranger Megazord and the Red Battlezord just dancing. Yeah, I, maybe mm. I will link it here to y'all. Thank uh, you. But but uh, he, he asks, is this something that ever got used in the show? And it, I'm pretty fucking sure it doesn't. It was never used. No, we, for we never saw it. And, and I think a big part of it is that like it cuts back and forth. So it's like it's like the male rangers are driving the zords and they're doing an exercise routine, and it's the pink and yellow rangers like on the ground, like leading, like in in like some fucking. 80s ass Jane Fonda workout jazzercise out- yeah, yeah jazzercise outfits and like this is amazing <laughs> it's pretty good it's really funny i think there's two reasons the the one reason is just like you know just like the bandora dance uh it never showed up in the in the uh in the show i i think that power rangers usa power rangers is like sort of embarrassed about the really goofy shit mm-hmm. oh absolutely also- but also, there are like very clearly two Asian actresses in this, in yeah. most of this that you would have to figure out how to not include. So that's probably the bigger reason it did not make it in. If you haven't seen it, uh, Google O Ranger Mecha Dance, and it's real funny. <laughs> you should. It's dank. It's great. Yeah, YouTube calls it dank. Dan- <laughs> well, it is quite dank. Uh, but yeah, it's <laughs> real, real silly. Said it's I enjoy so it. There. It is quite uh, dang. <laughs> here's the yes. thing you don't know about me. I'm old as hell. That's how it works. <laughs> so yeah, um, send us questions and we'll we'll answer them for you. Uh, doesn't have to be about anything in particular. That's just fun. Uh, let's see, Cassidy. What would you like to plug this week? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at what is cosplay on 
And you can also find me on my show, Strangest Fiction, where we play yeah. RPGs on audioentropy.com. Yeah, Mostly one-shots at the moment. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, we talked about it last week, but you should give it a chance if you haven't tried it yet. Um, Thanks. Yeah. Emily, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, um, you can find me on Twitter. At this is Emeralds, where I have a pinned tweet uh, detailing the um, details of my detailing the details of my commission work. Um, everything is there, like listing prices and everything. Um, you can also email me. Oh, thank yeah. you. Uh, you can email me also at this is Emeralds uh, on G- no Gmail. This- this is emeralds at gmail.com. I'm, I, I fuck it up every single time. You got it. You got it. You got through it. You're fine. Um, Simon, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, my Twitter is the real Simban. Just follow me. I don't really have an angle for this, but just follow me. What? Uh, hold on, real quick. What current insanely old game are you playing at the moment? I mean, I'm about to start on Silent Hill Shattered Memories for the Wii. So that's, oh, I love that, that game. That's old, I've actually but... I've heard that one's good. Yeah, yeah it's uh, good. Yeah, I I've I heard do, the opposite. So I don't know. I want to. I would like to uh, let the the listeners know because in case they don't follow you, mm-hmm. that my favorite thing that's happened on Twitter in the last couple weeks <laughs> is you realizing that no, in fact, there are no. Uh, wakeboarding for the PS2 gap <laughs> lists on the yeah. internet, <laughs> and that game is like it 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 counts those as part of his pro- progression, and there's like 50 of them per level, and it it's it really sucks. So I'm putting that game aside for now. I just think it's really funny that you were like, "Oh, I finally have found something so obscure that there is no information on it on the internet." <laughs> yeah, uh, it made me laugh really hard. Anyway, Mike. Where can people find you? Uh, at Mike Loves Rabbit on Twitter. Cool. That's uh, that's just about it. Uh, I retweet rabbits and political stuff and shit posts and all that and all that good uh, good shit. You can find me at Chinchy McChilla on Twitter and also uh, as of now, if you go on YouTube and search Pax South Let's Place Twenty Twenty. Uh, you can find the Pack South uh, Let's Place panel with me, Luke, Fabi, um, Dustin, and uh, uh, Chelsea. So you should check that out. It was a lot of fun. Thank you if you came out. Um, and it's it was a blast. We will put it up on all of our social media and stuff. But I literally just finished uploading it. So go do that if you want to take a look at it. Um, and that's going to do it for us this week. Next week... We will be seeing a group of evil Power Rangers. Again? Which is, which wow. is something we've definitely never seen before, and I'm sure they'll have we'll cool never see costumes. Again. It's, it's immediately the first thing that happens after the introductory season multi-parter. <laughs> Just I get know. that out of the it's, way. It's, it's, I don't think it literally happens in every season, but like, it's one of those things where, I mean... Listen, the good bad versions of your superheroes is always fun. It's always I will, fun. I will say the 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 hook for where these rangers come from is actually pretty neat. So. Cool. Well, that's good to hear. Uh but yeah, like uh, the it's just that it's funny because like I I know that next season is when they finally do it right with the Psycho Rangers, so I'm just yeah. like biding my now, time. Here's my question. Everybody talks about the Psycho Rangers 
do we just never get another good batch of them again? Like, I are the Psycho uh, Rangers the only good ones? Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, kind of good. There's there's a bunch of seasons that have like a rival team of evil rangers. Like Ninja Storm is one of them. Uh, Beast Morphers is one of them. Uh, but I don't know. It's the Psycho it, Rangers were the last really yeah, memorable Beast, ones, I guess. The Beast Morphers is interesting because it's like their main their main antagonists are like evil rangers. Yeah, yeah, they're they're, they, they're the people who are supposed to be the red and yellow rangers that got corrupted and now are evil and like basically the red and yellow the ones that are on the actual team are people who were just there to become rangers instead. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, in terms of like there are evil rangers here and there for sure, but in terms of a whole team of evil rangers, I think that's the one time they like really got it right. So. I don't know. Maybe there's some I'm forgetting, but that's the one I think of yeah. mostly. Um, but yeah, so we'll see how they do with this one. I did just look forward. At least they're not literally like the shitty paper mache costumes from that that one Lord Zed episode. Yeah. So. Were they yeah. even paper mache? They were just like cloth. <laughs> yeah, they're just real bad. That was the thing. It's not good. Costumes uh, so bad that the actors couldn't move in the suits without tearing them. Right. Um, so, for Teenagers with Attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Emily. I've been Simo. I've been Mike. And I have been Cassidy. And may the power protect you always.